Welcome to the Professional Plumber Podcast. We hope that these podcasts will bring some insight into who we are and what we do. So while in conversation with the PIRB, sit back, enjoy, and make sure to connect with the PIRB on Facebook or at PIRB.co.za for more. A warm welcome to our audience. My name is Willem Klopper. I'm your host. And in this episode, we will discuss pipe support and the importance thereof. Now, with me in studio, again, I have for a lacquer, casual, technical discussion, uh, Mr. Richard Bailey. Richard, welcome and thanks for your time and effort in joining me in studio. Willem, it's always a pleasure uh, to, and thanks for having me here. And again, yeah, let's hope we can shed some light on a very common theme. But uh, yeah, let's see how it goes today. We'll give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves right after this. Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. Everybody knows that pipes must be held in place in some way or another. I mean, pipes can't just lie on the floor. Um, but but what what was the reason behind uh, putting this up as a technical discussion, as, as, as a subject for a technical discussion? Mm. Yeah, it, it, that's, a, that's, that's a good question because, as you say, everybody knows that pipes must be supported. Why... <laughs> Why must I listen to a podcast on pipe support? I know pipes must be supported. Yes, but we do we know, not everybody knows the reasons for needing pipes to be supported. There are, there are requirements. Yes, there are minimum requirements, but the, but the, like anything else, if a requirement exists, it exists for a reason. And there are contributing factors to certain uh, misbehaviors, let's call it in systems, uh, that can be traced back to poor support, poor pipe support. So, so it, it's one of, it, you know, it's one of those things that's, uh, that everybody knows, yes, of course, pipes must be supported. We all know this, but yet it is one of the most common mistakes made. I do audits. I do lots of audits. And I can tell you that it is like a 90% of the time problem. Every single installation I come to, uh, some way, shape or form, uh, does not have proper pipe support. So if it is such a well-known quantity and if it is such a well-known thing, why do we consistently get it wrong? What is the thing? So I think it's, it's important to shed light on the reasons behind the necessity of pipe support. And that's, that's the thing. Mm. And also homeowners don't recognize the importance of pipe support. We all just think it makes it look nice. It's not just that. There are other factors. <laughs> <laughs> so they're definitely not there just for, for aesthetic purposes. <laughs> they're not there to just make pipes look nice. No, no, there, no, there are... <laughs> it does make it look nice, but there are definite um, <laughs> functional and performance uh, requi- um, sort of um, requirements within pipe systems that 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 brackets fulfil and pipe supports fulfil. So no, it's not just <laughs> to make it look nice. Let's give us let's give some examples to the audience out there, whether they be installers, whether they be homeowners. A couple of examples. What about what about water pipes? Okay, water piping. Yeah, so. Obviously, and we'll talk about um, um, 
uh, we can we can talk about all kinds of pipes, but with water pipes, there are several things uh, that that hold bats or pipe supports or brackets achieve within water pipes. So, three things really. The first thing is straightness. Now, I mean, again, you listen, you're listening to this and you're saying, my goodness, Richard, really? You, you, the, the, this is your technical podcast. You're telling me the pipe must be straight. But hang on a second. It's not just for aesthetics. Straightness ensures uh, if you've got undulations in pipe work, if you've got a pipe that is undulating between brackets, in other words, it's dipping between uh, each bracket, in cert- certain systems and in certain types of water uh, areas, you can have a buildup of um, of, a, of sediment. So you can have like a sedimentary buildup. And if you look at those pipes and you cut them through, and trust me, we've seen it, uh, you, can, you can restrict that pipe to halfway to three quarters of the way. And you can even start to have blockages in those pipes under certain uh, conditions. So undulations in pipes, especially low velocity flow can literally block the pipe up. So straightness is not just an aesthetic thing. Also, in, 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 in low-pressure systems, and in some cases, you can create airlocks. And airlocks, uh, those of the, the old-school plumbers out there, you'll know what airlocks are. Um, we don't really see it in high-pressure systems these days because the pressure over, over, overrides it. But um, in, in low-pressure systems, often we were called out to no hot water flowing from the geyser um, because there's an airlock somewhere. So uh, oh. unbracketed pipes can cause airlocks. The second thing, and again, you're going to say really, is holding the pipes, holding them, f- securing them. And again, it serves a purpose. If the pipe is loose and able to move and rattle and roll, you can cause things like water hammer undue wear and tear, stress and um, tension on the joints, rubbing of the pipe against something continually. It can wear that pipe out. It can, it can literally wear a weak spot into that pipe, knocking against stuff. Uh, I mean, you, you rub something continuously 100 times a day for five years, something's going to happen. So to hold the pipes fast is is a functional necessity. It's not just a, it's 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 not just this pie in the sky idea. I uh, hold the pipes, but there are reasons behind it. Mm. Um, and I mentioned the joint strain as well. Which um, if a pipe is loose and it's hanging, and and you are asking a fitting on one side and a fitting on the other side over there to bear the weight of the pipe, which is m- moving, and to bear the weight of the water in that pipe and the dynamic. Um, flows that are happening in there, you're asking a lot of that fitting. It's not meant to do that. Yeah. So stress and strain on valves, fittings, pipes, all kinds of things, water hammer. So that's the second function of, of holder bats is holding the pipes. And then, of course, neatness. It's the third reason, but the third thing you'll say, it's, of course it must be neat. But go and have a look at um, your ceiling. Uh, see if it is neat. Tell me that it's neat. Mm. Now, in some cases, it is just an aesthetic thing. Yes, we want it straight. We want the pipes to be running uh, next to one another. We want to see that it's, that care has been taken. So it's nice to see that uh, it's, a, it's a aesthetically pleasing. Mm. But in some cases, and and not just not like far and few between, quite often, it causes a problem in terms of maintenance because if you have 
a spider's web of pipes in a ceiling space or any space for that matter, how do you effectively trace what is what and what goes where and how things? Okay, uh-huh. so it does have an effect on on the traceability and the maintainability of the system. Plus, it speaks volumes, uh, Willem, and this is, I'm just going to take all my caps off and just speak as Richard Bailey. Um, it speaks volumes as to the caliber of installer. And that's just my personal opinion. So, yeah, that's with water pots. Again, coming back to taking pride in, in, in your work. Correct. As a professional. Yeah. But it's just interesting to hear about all of these factors that need to be taken into consideration uh, when it comes to pipe support. You know, it's it's all about digging back to what can possibly go wrong and uh, let's let's call it risks. Taking into consideration the risks and eliminating or uh, uh, at least reducing drastically those risks, the things that could possibly go wrong by just doing a proper job with the the uh, pipe support. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 it's and it's as I said earlier, it's amazing to me that ninety percent of installations, maybe maybe more, maybe ninety five percent of installations get it wrong. It's it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And again, going back to what we said earlier at the, at the beginning of this podcast, we said, you know, it's such common knowledge uh, that pipes <laughs> need to be properly supported. Yet, yes. uh, so many so many mistakes are being made with it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we spoke about water pipes, but what about other type of piping? How about sewer systems and wastewater systems in mm. those pipes? Yeah, exactly. Um, now you can imagine that the straightness uh, becomes, becomes super crucial because we are no longer uh, forcing water to flow down a pipe from, uh, from a pressurized source. We are relying on gravity to to not only take water but take solids as well um, mm. through these pipes. So if you don't have a properly supported sewer or waste system, obviously that becomes a big problem. So if it's not straight, um, you 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 will have ninety nine percent of modern sewer and waste systems in in domestic houses these days are plastic PVC, and uh, some of sometimes it's it's buried, sometimes it's above ground. But it would when it does need to be supported or underslung or something like that, and you don't support it properly, it starts to sag because PVC will sag, especially if it's uh, exposed to higher temperature water, and it can start to sag. And it, and those undulations, those bellies, then will obviously start to cause uh, problems. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, well, well, we'll talk about the requirements in a minute, but I mean, there are, there are a lot of requirements for, for, for sewer and waste pipe support for obvious reasons. Um, yes, we, the, the same reasons as, as, as for water piping, the straightness, the neatness, the neatness comes into play again for traceability, etc. Not so much holding the pipes in, because they are they are not subject to to so uh, many dynamic uh, hydraulic stresses as as pressurized systems. So you're not going to have like a water hammer, for example, in a in a sewer and waste pipe system. But sure, but you've got to have them straight and. Um, uh, and falling properly and with the correct inclination and all those good things. So yes, absolutely, that is that is vitally important. Before we continue with our conversation, have a listen to this. 
Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. So, Richard, let's get to uh, requirements. Uh, for for we we we've spoken about the, the the number of mistakes that are made with pipe supports and installing pipe supports. So let's talk about the requirements or uh, you know the availability of guidelines for installers to use when they you know f- specifically related to pipe support. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, Willem, you know, we reference the standards. Uh, it's the South African national standards have guidelines. Uh, well, not guidelines. They have minimum requirements. And those uh-huh. minimum requirements um, must be adhered to at least. Uh, as with other standards, you are at liberty to improve on that. In other words, you can put more brackets or better brackets than is required, but you can't uh, undermine the standards. You can't do less than the minimum requirements. So, mm-hmm. for example... Uh, water pipes. We talk about things like fit for purpose and so on, and we, 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 we'll get to that. But in terms of distances, just to give some examples as to the requirements of water pipes and, and the minimum, no, I beg your pardon, maximum distances between supports, between pipe supports. So you, you, you can have less distance between the supports, but you cannot have more than these following distances between uh, supports. Now, to give you, a bit, and you'll you'll notice the massive difference between copper and plastic pipes. For for 15 oh. mil and 22 mil copper pipes, they both have um, the same requirement uh, for those two sizes. As the sizes increase, the requirements change. But for these two sizes, the most common sizes, 15 and 22 mil, for a horizontal installation or a horizontal pipe, the maximum allowed. Distance between supports is 1.6 meters, mm-hmm. which is a lot. It's a long distance. Yeah. So you don't yeah. have to really put um, many holder bats for a, for a copper pipe. If that pipe is vertical, it, that distance jumps to three meters. Yo. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't really have to put very many supports in for copper pipe. When you talk about plastic, you know, plastic for, for 15 and 22 have got two different requ- requirements. So for 15 mil plastic pipe, and when we say plastic, it means um, solid picks, multi-layer, um, PPR, etc. Anything that is mm-hmm. in, uh, got a com- plastic component in it, it has, is, um, is um, described as a plastic pipe, right? So for horizontal 15 mil plastic pipe, Guess what that maximum distance is? Now, remember the copper was 1.6 meters. It's three. Yeah, which is quite a distance. It's quite yeah. a distance. 300 millimeters, Willem. 300, oh, that's a ruler. Yeah. <laughs> that's a ruler. That's a desktop ruler. Okay. Every ruler, you need a, you need a bracket. Now, think of a pipe that's running in a, in a ceiling. Uh, the trusses aren't even that close to one another. How, do, how on earth yeah. do you get to break? So you have to install additional timber between the uh-huh. trusses and so you can get your spacing right. And then you've got to go and buy 10 million brackets for, for, a, for a half-inch pipe run in a ceiling. If it's vertical, that same pipe, that distance changes to 600 mil. For 22-millimeter plastic pipe, horizontal, mm-hmm. 400 millimeters. And for okay. vertical... 22 mil plastic pipe, 800 millimeters. So that becomes, you know, reasonably doable. 
And then for drainage pipes, PVC drainage pipes, 40 mil waste pipe, horizontal, um, 600 millimeters. That's horizontal. If it's vertical, mm-hmm. 1.5 meters. If it's 50 millimeter PVC pipe, those distances increase to 1 meter and 1.8 meters respectively, as well as for 110 millimeter sewer pipe. Additionally, there's also a requirement in sewer pipe and especially underslung stuff, where if you've got a horizontal sewer pipe, you have to have at least two brackets between any two joints. You can't have you can't have a bend here and a bend there and one bracket in the middle. You've got to have a bracket at this bend and a bracket at that bend. So that's an additional requirement for sewer and waste pipes. But it's so easy. I mean, you, you, we, we talk about the fact that it, these requirements, the minimum requirements that, that sh- must be complied with. Uh, it's not a question of do I want to or not. It's a question of you must comply with it. It's, 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 you can find it in the standards, in the sand yes. standards. And, and the, the, the words in the sand standards when they talk about the installation of water pipes uh, is, and sewer pipes that matter, they use words like keeping uh, unnecessary changes of direction to a minimum. In other words, plan the routing of your pipe work. You can't just, you know, I, and we, we use this analogy, you know, tie one end of a coil of pipe to the back of your belt and you crawl through the ceiling and then you put it there and then you've installed the pipe. That's because that's literally what it looks like sometimes. <laughs> what happens, you know, you just, yeah, just hold that pipe. I'll crawl through with this end and off we go. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, so plan the routing, uh, keep, keep, uh, keep it as neat as possible. And, um, Keep uh, changes of directions down to a minimum. Make them straight. Uh, make them level as far as possible. And look at it. And it, if it looks like a nice 3D drawing, beautiful. If it looks like a Scooby-Doo drawing, not so lekker. <laughs> like a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we continue with our conversation, have a listen to this. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy to follow courses can be found on iopsatraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. All right, how about a couple of pointers and tips uh, for the installers out there? Okay, so, so. I mentioned earlier that that holder bats, the selection of the holder bat or bracket must it must be fit for purpose. It must have been designed to suit the application. We see a lot of uh, electrical conduit nail in plastic clips uh, mm-hmm. that. I'm not quite sure what the actual application is, but it certainly is not fit for purpose in a plumbing installation, especially not water pipes. Uh, first of all, the nails are not really, I think they're concrete nails and they go into the timber uh, and they're quite short and they, they tend to just pull out. Um, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, pl- especially when it's pressure, pressurized piping. Yes, mm-hmm. because remember hydraulic stresses. There's there's all kinds of movement and stresses that, that those holder bats the very holder bats are supposed to be designed to withstand yeah. and 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 prevent. So 
if the holder bed is unable to prevent even a slight amount of pressure on that pipe well, it's certainly not fit for purpose. It's not fit for purpose. I mustn't be able to walk in a go in a walk in a ceiling and accidentally brush up against a pipe and in so doing pop it out of its support that's not support (laughs) that's not pipe support okay so so it's got to be fit for purpose it must have been designed to be used for a particular application the standards talk about how do we fix pipe supports to a building it needs to be screwed into or bolted to, or otherwise, and they use the words otherwise, or by any other acceptable means, acceptable meaning that it needs to be fit for purpose, to the structure of the building, the structure of the building. It can't be bolted or, or strapped to another pipe, for example. That is not pipe support. <laughs> Okay. No, just use a cable tie. And exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and tie, it to, tie it to another pipe. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and tie it to a piece of conduit uh, because the conduit's roughly in the same kind of direction where I'm going to go. So I tie it to my drip tray overflow pipe. So on that thing, um, nails, cable ties, uh, string, uh, wire. Yeah, bits of earth wire lying in the roof. Those are not pipe supports. We see it yeah. so often. Uh, I, I've, you, you, you see, you see um, drip tray overflow pipes being tied to the truss with bits of string. Uh, I'm not joking. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so please, it's got to be fit for purpose. It's got to be um, designed for a particular function in, in mind. And um, lastly, to the consumers, if it looks dodgy, the pipe support I'm talking about, if it looks dodgy, if it does, if you question yourself and you say, hey, is that a bona fide bracket, hold a bet, <laughs> that piece of string there? <laughs> if it looks dodgy, question it. Okay, because it probably is. If you think it's dodge, it probably is. So question it. It's, there are requirements. It's not a free-for-all. There are requirements and they are defendable by law, so so you are well within your rights to to question. And 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 again, the requirements, and especially the requirements of the standards, they are they have been compiled for two reasons: one, to reduce and alleviate risk, and secondly, to increase efficiency mm. of what of the installation. So they are there for a reason. It's not just a question of, of it's not a punitive measure, measure to to installers. It's there for a reason. And and we go back to the fundamentals of this trade of mine, Willem, that you know that I love so much. It's a it's a vital trade. It is a it is the 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 systems that we are charged with to install are vital hmm. systems to the to the well being of the occupants of the house. Um, we cannot take these things lightly. We, we, you know, you look at the subject of this podcast, pipe supports. How many oaks are going to read that um, subject and they just think to themselves, ah, man, what a ridiculous, um, you know, subject for a podcast. Exactly. Uh, but, and hopefully they've listened now to the end uh, and, and, and agree with me and you uh, that, it's, that, it's, that things are important. Exactly. Things like this are important. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
just before wrapping up this conversation, have a listen to this. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulated Plumber. Richard, once again, um, as a, as a consumer, I mean, you've 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 shared quite a bit of knowledge with me, uh, quite a bit of information, valuable information with me, and I do I do agree with you that I hope that it carries the same value to the audience, whether they be installers or homeowners, consumers. Um, you know, it, it, it certainly highlighted a couple of factors that we did not know. I mean, I've climbed into a ceiling myself, and I found. You know, you know the copper pipes or the steel pipes, um, especially the old steel pipes that that are just lying on nails. You know that serve as oh. as and and those nails weren't even bent around, let alone the fact that they are just nails. So that's what I've seen as a consumer, and I wouldn't have known. Oh. Better if I haven't had this discussion with you, and if I hadn't listened to a podcast like this. So I do, I do think that there is quite a bit of value in the information that you've shared. So again, mm. thanks for that. Thanks for your timing and having having uh, joined us in studio. And um, and lastly, thanks to our audience. Thanks for having tuned in. Make sure to read more about the PIRB on our website at pirb.co.za and on our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.